Blog Talk Radio.
original poetry after dark. The poets is in China Blue. Spotlight tonight, Black Diamond, a.k.a. Shine Monique. Welcome everyone on the lines. Um, filling up in the chat room. Thank you all for supporting this queen. She is definitely doing her thing in the spoken word community. So just sit back and listen to her journey in the poetry format. And we're going to hear a spit. And then we'll open up calls for any questions or that you may have for her. And, of course, we'll do open mic after the interview. Jeez. Yep, yep, what it do? Hey, how you feeling? I'm feeling some type of way. Uh-oh. <laughs> that sounds like a poetic need right there. <laughs> it might be. You might be right. But I'm excited for our, um, our feature tonight, so let me not put all that over there. Blind Diamond, we're waiting for you, darling. Can you hear me? We got it. We got it. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, baby. <laughs> I'm so excited. Y'all understand. <laughs> oh, I can understand. I can totally understand. I can say yeah, nerve. I can say nervous, too, because, like, my heart is being so hard. You know, I don't like to be on the spotlight. But I'm here for y'all. <laughs> You here for you, girlfriend. You are here for you. <laughs> well, we here for each other. You know what? Let me tell you. Yeah, I like it that. took a lot for me. <laughs> yeah, it took that a lot. That sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm excited. So okay, I, I so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do the interview. We're going to ask you some questions. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to have you spit. And that's basically it. We're not gonna get you know, we're not gonna get you, get you. We're gonna make you feel something. <laughs> <laughs> but you will put some work in tonight, so you get them pieces. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. Y- y'all know I'm ready at least to sit. If anything if anything, it's I'm really ready bad. to sit poetry. <laughs> the sitting at the poetry is not a problem. I know that's right. And she likes um, right. it's not a problem. <laughs> Okay, so let's start off with the interview. Um, give uh, the audience a little bit about you, Cheyenne Monique. Well, okay, Cheyenne Monique, bless me. <laughs> I am uh, 25. I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, lived there most of my life. I live in North Carolina now, in um, Concord. Um, I've been writing poetry. I want to say for most of my, I can't tell you exactly when I started. I can't pinpoint the actual time where I really started writing poetry. Um, but I always, I've always enjoyed writing. That was my thing. Um, I, I got into, I stopped writing poetry for a while and went into more storytelling. Um, and that had my attention for a long time. So when I was in high school, I, I really realized I liked writing in the, 11th, the 12th grade when we had a a, 12th, a senior project where we had to write on a subject that was different, you know, not to like the teenage pregnancy and AIDS and stuff like that. That was something that was written about a lot. And I chose the more difficult subject of marital rape, and I got into the um, subject a lot, really deep, and I wrote my piece on that, 
And I realized then that I really like to tell a story versus, you know, just writing regular poetry. So from there, I just was writing a lot, just writing really regular stuff. And I would write poetry just to cure my boredom um, most of the time. And I stopped writing after once I had my kids. I stopped writing for a long time. And I just picked it up maybe two years ago. I picked it back up and just been writing ever since. I just, um, I don't know. I got really, I've really gotten into my poetry very seriously just recently. And I want to say within the last year or so. And that's because I've just now started to share it with people other than just like close family and friends. That's Mm -hmm. basically just me. Do you recall the initial uh, feeling or whatever, the initial moment that got you to want to start writing poetry again? Was it something you read, or is it something you just up to start doing? Well, yes. What made me go back to writing poetry truthfully is because we live in an area that I didn't want to raise my children. So I said I had this talent to write, maybe this can go somewhere. Maybe I can do something with my talent and come out of where we're at and go somewhere nice. You know, so that that was, my kids have been my motivation from for the longest now because I'm doing this now to try to give them a better life versus, you know, growing up in the hood. I mean, I don't live in the hood now, but we were previously, and that was my whole thing. Let me right now so I can try to do something and make additional money on top of what I'm working to try to get my kids out of the ghetto because that's not where I wanted to raise them. So that was what made me want to really get back into my writing. Mm -hmm. Do you see your writing as uh, something that heals you? It very much is. It got me through some very, very... Uh, tough times in my life, um, and I have I have a lot of angry poetry, and that was to try to get my anger out. So instead of holding it in and keeping it to myself, although I didn't speak with anyone, I was allowing my release by going ahead and writing it down on paper because I was very angry and very hurt for a long time in my life going through certain situations And I felt like, you know, I didn't want to speak to other people because I felt it was embarrassing, you know, that I was allowing myself to go through this. So instead of talking to other people who I felt would judge me and voice their opinion, my paper couldn't say anything back to me. It only is going to hold what I put on the paper. So that's that's when. That is so right. So, you know, it's non judgmental. It can't judge me. It can only do, it can only say, how I feel. And it, yes, poetry helped me so much. I like that answer right there. He said nothing back to me. Yes. I mean, and that's, you know, I, I pretty much feel the same way. It's, it's, it's almost like I can stand up that as a lifesaver. So I, I feel you on what you're talking about there. Mm hmm. It very okay. much is. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say very much is a is a a, a lifesaver, really. 
really, really. <laughs> so um, I heard you talking about uh, the short stories just before you started um, writing poetry, and you were dealing with abuse, abuse relationships as far as marriage is concerned? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> No marriage for me. Okay. You, no, no, not you. Know. you. I'm talking about oh, the okay. short stories. Are you writing about that? Not you. Were you writing about Myrtle? Uh, oh, man. Myrtle Ray. Myrtle Ray, yes. <laughs> Don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. So, um, I wanted to find something that was very different that they never heard of. You know, something we was in twelfth grade, and you know the typical subjects to write about were you know AIDS and and teenage pregnancy and things like that. And I kind of thought outside of the box. It was a very controversial subject for me to write on, and they told me I was risking. You know, it was a very risky, touchy subject because people do not believe. You know, you don't believe that you can get raped when you're married. And that was something that I felt like I should have wrote my piece on, and that's what I did. I, I, You know, I went and got statistics of it and um, things like that. And it, I won I won third place in the – Oh, right. Um, yeah, I won third place in the contest for the, for the 12th grade class. Um, however – I could have won a higher place had it not been such a touchy subject because they didn't think the people who were judging the contest would take that subject too well, which is understandable. You know, they were older men, so they weren't thinking, you know, you can't get raped during marriage, which is understandable. So I just took it for what it was. But, I mean, it was... It was what it was. It was a very touchy subject. I loved my piece. Too bad I don't know where it is, but I wish I could find it again because it was very, it was something that was very dear to me because it was when I finally realized that I really loved to write. Right. I gotta find it. You said that you thought outside the box, but was there any situation that you were sympathetic to that you saw? Or you just grabbed this out the hat and just started writing about it. I literally grabbed it out the hat. <laughs> That's how I do a lot of stuff that I write about. I write about very touchy subjects and not to say so much that I've ever been through them or that I'm going through them or I know someone who is. However, I just look at it. I just see something that might trigger my imagination to run with it. And that's Exactly what I do. That's how all of my pieces are written. But because we know a little bit about uh, Cheyenne Pride, her coming to be a feature, uh, we love her so much. She, we know she likes to write erotic poetry. That's like one of your favorite things to do, correct? That is correct. <laughs> Hot self. <laughs> I met well with that. But you're versatile because you're writing short stories and 
you know, even though you have your favorite, you, you are open to write about pretty much anything. I, I, I am. I am. I am. But erotic is my favorite, and I don't really write it as much. My mom hates it. And I, my mom yeah, hates I bet that you I write. Mama, if you listen, and I understand, Mama, I understand. You hear your baby talking like that, up nasty stuff. She cannot stand this. When she heard about, she was like, "Are you going to be spitting that nasty stuff tonight?" I was like, "I'll try not to." Uh, you know, like that. Yeah, we got requests for that. I'm sorry, Mom. Oh. Well, you know what? <laughs> I can do my last poem with the piece, but she probably won't stay on the phone for that long. If I can do the last piece of the night, I will spit an erotic piece. Okay. That'll work. I can deal with that. (laughs) Because my mom, she's like, I don't like that nasty stuff. And ilk, I can't believe you write that. And I'm like, okay, mommy, I understand. (laughs) I understand you don't want to hear your child Mm -hmm. talk about about erotica. (laughs) She don't want to hear her child talk about what her child be talking about. Oh, mama, you should strike her. <laughs> I don't know. She so, might um, like that. Anyway, moving on. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, um, I want to dig into what you got upcoming, what you plan on doing, if anything, as far as support is concerned. Okay? Okay. All right. We'll be right back, and this is... Our girl, one of her favorite artists out here, so I had to make sure I got him on the board. This is Trey Song, Love Faces. When I met you, woman, I couldn't help but notice a face so beautiful. Now imagine the faces you would make if we ever made love. And you walked outside mm-hmm. Just keep hugging them thighs And the only thing inside my mind is mm-hmm. I want you Yes I do And if it's anything you suggest I do Tell me Now we all in the crib on my sofa Girl I'm so glad you came over I wanna tell you come closer But I don't know if you feel Like I Please. Oh, stand on my knees. Oh, you're right in front of me. Don't have. 
don't hold it in the faces. The original poetry after dark, the poetry thing, kind of blew on the mic. Spotlighting tonight, Sian Monique, a.k.a. Black Diamond. Good, good interview. Hope you all are enjoying the show thus far. Open mic will follow the interview. All right. Welcome so back. Y'all hi, y'all know. Hi, hi, hi. Y'all know I'm in heaven just hearing my husband just singing on home. I always think he's thinking to me, no matter Stop what. Stop that, too, because he be talking <laughs> that freaky mess, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's allowed. So, you know, you all do Y'all can get friggin' and want to. It's so right. Okay? It's so right. <laughs> yeah, I was at his, I went to his concert one time, and you couldn't have told me he wasn't singing to me the whole time. I, was in I know that's right. I know. Cool. Block all the other females out. Just block them out, girl. You're the only one in there. There's nobody here with okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> I dig that. So, um, what are some of the things um you've been doing and the poetry format since you've been writing? Um, well, I've actually been doing a lot. I've let me tell you, I am so grateful for Facebook. It has put me in touch yeah. with some of the most influential people in my life at this moment. Okay. First time ever sitting in peace, ever, for anyone here ever was on you guys' show. In March, on your Off With Your Head show. That was the first piece I ever sit. Ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. That was ever. a bad show. <laughs> that was a bad ass show there. <laughs> that was the first time I ever sit and you know what? Ever since then, it's just been like I'm like the biggest fan of y'all show. You guys think about we talk about it all the time. Um, I oh. have been, I have met some people who have actually um, embraced my talent. The first person I've met, well, I met Delano, and who's in the um, who's in the chat. He put they put me into a group called Movement. I don't know if y'all are in the movement or not, but into this group, I've met another person named John Ransom. Now, these two people have been very beneficial to me. Um, John Ransom actually did a whole, allowed me to do a book with him, a free electronic book. I couldn't even believe it because he is so ridiculous. Like, if you ever read anything he's written, he's just, like, crazy good. And um, Delano put me in a group called BLA, and there's, it's just a poetry group, a group of artists, let's say it like that, who are there to uplift and encourage everyone through art. It's not just for poetry. They, they're looking for artists, actual artists, music, and, you know, everything very, very good. I also was featured in Natty's book. You know who Natty China, I know you know who Natty is. Yes, right? I do, but you're not just talking to me, Becky. You talk to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> just saying you're home. I've, um, I was featured in his book. It was called Revolutionary Minded Prison Poetry and Politics. I had a piece in that as well. I mean, I'm working with another author at the moment to be featured in her book. I mean, I cannot just, I could never have imagined doing all of this stuff that I'm doing now 
in all through Facebook, I've come in, in contact with so many people who are who believe in my talent because there was a a time where I just wrote and didn't realize how good or how good my writing was. I just thought I'm just putting these words together and it's not really doing anything for anyone. I mean, I I could I could just sit and talk about what I've been blessed with all night. But I mean, I just can't thank everybody enough. I come into contact with some great poets. I mean, last week I I collabed with Yayo and Keith. Come on now, that was like the highlight of my life. Highlight. <laughs> and I mean, that was it's, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> I mean, I I just I can't I can't say how much I, I appreciate everybody. I know I don't say it as much, but I want everybody who's ever given me the chance to do something just to know really how grateful I am. I say thank you all the time, but I mean, what can I say? Oh, well, I appreciate, and I'm sure the audience appreciate the gratitude. I mean, you are showing the soul, being a faithful listener. Um, and this comes from me and China. We appreciate all of y'all from the bottom of my heart. And you, you've just grown on me throughout the shows, and you became one of my favorites. You're my girl, for real. <laughs> I remember when I posted up in the group that me and her met in, and I posted about the show, and she was like, okay, well, how do you do it? I'm going to come through. And she came through, and she was talking about she was scared to get on the mic. I'm like, everybody's scared to get on the mic. That's just natural. But nobody can see you. You can be butt naked. We won't know. Get on there. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, she called me. And I was like, okay, hey, girl. It's been all good. Um, when I say, well, I think every show, except for her birthday, she has been on the original porch. <laughs> There was one oh, other no. show that I there was one other show that I missed in March. I think it was the last week of March, and that was because I was out of town. But other than that, let me tell you, I go to work early in the morning, and every night I'm up. It, it never fails. I don't even. I go. I go to work like I'm tired because I stayed up and I had to. I had to listen to the poetry show. I mean, I couldn't go to sleep without it. I I love poetry. You know, I really do, and. It's just like it's such a healing to me because I can't always talk to people like I said before. You know, I can't always talk to people. So I have the I have the ability to write poetry to to get all of my anger, to get all of my aggravation out. Because believe me, if I said some of the stuff that I wanted to say sometimes, I probably wouldn't have as many people talk to me as they do now. And that's just sometimes it's <laughs> <laughs> it just is what it is. It, you just what you do is you wait till we had them off with your head show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and go. And then you write a piece and be like, this ain't directed towards nobody, but if you take it, then it might have been directed towards It might have been about you. <laughs> like, if the shoe fits, you know, go home and put it on for, by all means. But if it don't fit, you know, let that blow right off your back. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's All right. That. That's well, much love. Um, let's see what else I have to ask you. Do you plan on? Um, I know you said you're in some some books and you're doing some collabs. What about um a CD format? Has has that crossed the line? Um, I 
Say that again. How about putting out a CD? Have you thought about that? I, I, I want to do so much. I um I do want to try to do that. I have to get my voice together because I'm not happy with how I sound over being recorded. So I guess I have to. That's another thing I have to work on because I feel like I need to project to project more in my voice um, and get the sweetness out of my voice that I have. Because when that's I'm sweetness, <laughs> no, that's, that's yeah, because... what makes you you. You just come home with that sweet voice. <laughs> when I, right, when I, I didn't have that, yeah, when I'm sitting an angry piece, I don't want to sound so happy, and that's what comes, <laughs> kind of <laughs> that's what kind of comes look, off. That's what comes off with my voice. Man, it's time to beg for a voice like that. Here you are. You don't want to. Man, it's kind of like we want one. Right. Well, I need one of those. I mean, you had a library teacher in grade school, man. She used to cuss you out with a smile on her face. I'm like, how did you do that? That's what you need. I need one of them. Let me tell you something with a smile on my face. I mean, it, 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 it helps me a lot in some ways, but. You know, when I'm angry, when not when I'm angry, but when I have those mean pieces, I want to sound kind of mean. Because I hear folks who, who put their, you hear the anger in their voice, and I'm like, well, I never sound like that. So, I mean, well, yeah. I sound sweet, and everything I say sound bad aggressive. So, you know, it is what it is. That's me, Well, we're going to have 
um, Simon needs to go ahead and put her skills to the mic. And let me see. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can pull. Let me pull this up because I am going to spit um, a piece that I really, really like. Um, first time I when I wrote it, I wrote it at work, which is where I write a lot of my poetry at. Um, I really liked it, and I read it once on y'all on your guys' show. It's called um, I Am an Addict. This is one of my longest pieces, so just bear with me a moment. You ready? Yep. Okay. I Am an Addict. This is body shaking, face scratching, first high chasing, vein popping compared to the pill popping. Um, nighttime creeping, vein injecting, body infecting, I am an addict. Always looking for my next high. Always telling myself I might quit, but I can't I can't leave it alone because when it hits my soul, my body retrieves to its zone. I'm gone. I am an addict. Always feeling like I'm 10 feet high. My brain tells me I can touch the sky, but only when I get that high. Because I am an addict with a scratchy voice and with scratchy voice and tears in my eyes, the withdrawal from it makes this grown woman cry because I am an addict. See, no rehab can cure this addiction. I subscribe to this, my lifetime subscription. But see, this is not your average street drug. This is this is not your Percocet, your Oxycodone, or even your Clear Patron. This is not your morphine. I'm not a heroin junkie. You can't grow my drug under those bright fluorescent lights or sniff, cook, or cut it like that clean, potent white. No needle, no spoon, no lighter. This high naturally sits me on the moon. See, the pleasure I feel when my body bleeds and form into the words in a state of poetry. See, my body trembles and leaks every time my pen goes to still it sinks. Yes, this is my drug. Yes, this is my love. Yes, Cheyenne is an addict and my body can't function if I can't have it. And yes, my body feels oh so lovely when I have my drug of choice, which is poetry, and that's the piece. <laughs> I just felt like that. That was really, really nice. Thank you. Thank you. I want to spit, um, if I can, another piece that I just did just not one long ago. Second. Okay. Before you get in that piece, Ms. Blue, you have a question, right? Yes, as I was reading your bio, you were talking about this um, special group of people that you're a part of, and you really didn't touch on that. When you're a part of special groups, you need to let the people know, put it out there. You talked <laughs> yes, about your, yes, I'm sorry. Your, I was, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, cut me off. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say I had just thought about that Not to say that I just thought about it But I'm going to post the link into the chat room For our website um, We're called VLA It's the Visionary League of Artists There's 12 of us in total right now um, And like I said before We're here to uplift and encourage everyone through art We just worked on a project for a teacher 
well, she's an assistant. She's a principal now. Who she um she raised the rate in the high school, the graduation rate. You know, up uh, I believe it was eleven percent. I mean, who? Why can't you do something for someone like that? You don't have enough people who are encouraging the kids to graduate and things like that. So we're going and we're we're dedicating. We're doing a, a electronic book for her and um, wrote just something, some nice words to some to her to show our gratification to for her doing things like that. I mean, they it's the group of people who who who's in the uh, VLA. I mean, they're all very talented, talented poets, and I'm blessed to be a part of the group right now. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I couldn't ask for more to be in with a group of people such as them. It's just another step in where I want to go in my life. I know that's right. right. I hear you, Queen. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. And I will, again, I will definitely post the link in the chat. Um for for the uh, website. Do that. Okay. So, um, say it on the airwaves too for for the people that's on the phone line. Oh yep, it's um v l v like Victor l like Larry artist dot weebly w e e b l y sorry w e e b l y yeah dot com. I want to make sure I'm spelling stuff right. Have y'all going to the wrong website and stuff? All right. <laughs> what? Bring us on into that next piece. Okay. This piece is called, I guess I'm not black enough. This was um, a piece that I wrote when I seen someone's status, um, someone saying that another person wasn't black enough because they didn't grow up in the hood. I guess that that confirms that you're black if you grew up in the ghetto. Well, this is where this piece came from. We can't escape the ignorance of our own people. This racist shit against black people is just a little bit deeper. We claim that the white man is holding us down when all along it's your fellow black man trying to steal your crown. Now, just because a person ain't grew up in the hood, they're not black enough. Well, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. Because I was lucky enough to have my mom and dad, I guess that ain't black either, but really... I can't be mad. But we fought too many years for equality between our people when really we just keep digging ourselves a tad bit deeper. So, yeah, I did grow up in the hood and witnessed drug deals and where I live lay the man that got killed. My house is where the crackheads creep while everybody else was in their bed. We had to protect my little sisters from hating chicks. Seriously, you think I'm proud I had to live like this? But... I guess since we were middle class, we wasn't black enough. Well, seriously, you can kiss my brown ass. My day-to-day mentality was trying not to become another fatality. And another thing is my speech, or should I, or should I say the way I speak. Because I pronounce my words right, then I guess I'm trying to ask white. I'm shaking my head at this dumb shit. This ignorance, this ignorance has me experience a numbness, and I guess dumb shit comes in abundance because really if I'm not black enough for you well I already told you what you can do but maybe just maybe I don't understand why one black man tries to tear down another black man 
I thought it was united we stand, but I guess it's fitting where you can. I guess because I don't participate in this hate, I'm just a white girl with a suntan face. But when they're worrying about how black we were become the end thing, I'm confused, not at all amused. All of our ancestors came from this same place and never judged how much they were of their race. But like I said before, the white men ain't bringing us down. They sitting back laughing as we tear our own people down. Know that? Now that's some shit you need to think about. And that's that piece. Oh, man. Yeah. Every time I That's hear this, I'm like, hear this for the first time. All over That's again. That's my favorite line. The first time you pick that on the show, if I'm ready to get on Facebook, you're going to up as my status. Dumb shit comes in abundance. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It, it, I mean. Yeah, so many lines on there that was good. I that, that really... That, I mean, when I tell y'all, that really bothered me, that piece, and that's because, you know, I speak very proper, so I was always, well, my mother is, is one that's like this, so, you know, people always told her she spoke like a white girl because she was very proper, and that was something I also picked up. I'm very proper when I speak, so it's always, you know, speak like a black girl. I'm like, well, does, do black people speak a certain way? I mean, I guess it was wrong that I spoke clear and not hood, I guess. You know what I mean? I don't speak hood. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. You just uh-huh. don't think what, you, what I mean. That's kind of hood, baby. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, people, you're tuned into the original core chapter, Dark, putting the spotlight on Shine Monique, a.k.a. Black Diamond, appreciate all the support you've shown this queen, all those on the phone lines. We have um, her sitting a little bit more. We're going to open up the lines for any questions, congratulations, whatever you want to say to her. Um, you can do so after she spits two more pieces, and then we're going to open up the lines for open mic. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back.
the original poetry after dark puts the spotlight on black diamonds. The poetry can kind of blue on the mic with you. Thank you all for coming through. Supporting this queen and doing her thing in poetry. Y'all on the phone line. We appreciate all the support. All right. Black diamonds. You ready to talk some more business? Yes, yes, yes. I first want to say, Miss Blue, I love the flyer. I just I meant to say that in the beginning. Like, if I could print that flyer off, I would. <laughs> but it would be my profile picture for a minute. I I love the flyer. I love it for real. Oh. Here, edifying graphics. Big up. <laughs> my little sister was like, "Well, can she make me a flyer too?" I was like, "Um, no." You gonna pay her? <laughs> she was, but, oh, you know, Chinese, I love you might move yourself on mute, darling, because we don't hear you. Oh, that's that's okay. That explains that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what's up. I love it. I'm great doing it. <laughs> um. I do have two pieces. I do have two pieces that I want to read. One is a new piece. It's a short piece. And I am actually going to read the first piece I ever sent on the show, if y'all don't mind. Oh, please, go ahead. (laughs) So I'm first going to do the shorter piece because the first piece is longer. Um, This is called Storyteller. This is real. I'm not only a poet. I am also a storyteller. Emotions and my life all mixed together. I will have you feel like you were standing next to me. I will write you my soul so it's like through my eyes you can see. You will witness my complications to experience my dedication. Where many nights Hurricane Cheyenne came through and sought to destroy everything that moved, but instead I took my pen and let it hit my pad and told you the stories of how things went bad. I made you feel like you were me. I just wrote my story in the form of poetry. So, yes, I write using metaphors and similes, but I write so that you feel the emotions with me. Yes, my words rhyme. I flow with mine sort of like spoken word, but that's so my story can get heard. So when I say my pain was like a slip to the wrist, the emotions were so raw you felt like you witnessed it. And when I when I spit how I buried love in a ditch, you felt my anger when I turned around and I spit on it. When I say I was quick to bust a chick whose mouth was slick, you felt like you was there to clean up her lips. See, my emotions flow poetically. All to let my emotions breathe, and just so y'all know it, my name is Cheyenne Monique, half storyteller, half poet, and that's that piece. Did you say something to pick up her lips? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, so you, so you felt like you was there to clean her lips. Like, that's how how much emotion I put into my work, that you felt like you was there to clean up her lip once I busted it for talking slick. Uh, uh, right, 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 right. I'm like, goodness. Girl, <laughs> I'm right there. Ooh. Um, See, that's a, so let me that go. was a new piece. That was a new piece, right? Yes. Yes, it was. was I just wrote it. For Friday's battle. <laughs> oh, my my piece for Friday's battle is done, and I cannot wait to spit it. When I tell you I love the piece, 
I mean, hey. I love it. She ready. She ready. Who is her? Oh, 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 okay. Anyway, go ahead to the next piece. We'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. So this is my first piece I ever spit on a show ever. It was called Off With Your Head because I just pulled the name of their, um, of their show. Flashback. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Now, don't get me wrong, I ain't bitter, but let me paint you this crazy picture. Nine years of pure BS, and it's about time I get this off my chest. Yeah, I met this man when I was 16. He came into my life, swept me off my feet, whispered in my ears all the oohs and ahs, but now I think about it, all that shit sounds like blah, blah, blah. Telling me you're going to love me like never before, but that was the bullshit, the calm before the storm. And two years later, I had your baby. Two years later, I thought I was your lady. But I look back and laugh at that shit now because I found out you was banging every chick in town, driving your car, spending all their money while these chicks sit back and laugh, but ain't shit funny. But I sit back and watch this play out while I dream of evil shit in my brain. Call me a little crazy. Call me deranged because I'm lurking outside your windows, eyes bloodshot. Got my got the gun by my waist, safety off, gun cop. But my heart start breathing, but my heart start beating and my breathing gets heavy. So I say, forget this gun and I pull out my machete. I Sneak up behind you and hear your words start stuttering. From left to right, I see your blood start sputtering. Off with your head, you dumbass fool. Wait a minute. Let me calm down. I'm cool. Then I open up my eyes and realize it was all a dream and plan my day out to play out my favorite scenes. A woman scorned? Yeah, she a little bit angry. But instead, a woman on a mission with revenge, you better watch your heart and your head. And that's that piece. Girl, you made me want to pull them out <laughs> off with your head. Right, that was tight. <laughs> right. Look, that is the first time I ever. That is the first time I spent the piece ever since y'all showed. Man, it came. Look, she came with the venom on the first night. What? <laughs> that's why I fell in love with her. Off the break of the poetry, I was already in because that's my specialty right there. You just feel that. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I wrote that especially for that show, believe me. <laughs> that was, uh, oh, goodness. I see we have some callers that want to talk to you. Um, I know one's been holding for a while. Much love on 203. Um, we're calling you at 203-549. You're on the air with the poets of China Blue and Black Diamonds. 203. Okay, we won't come back. <laughs> they probably don't even realize Maybe that you're talking to them. <laughs> Maybe not. It's a lot of 203s. It's so a lot they of 203s. <laughs> yeah. Yes, girl, they support them. Um, oh, we're going to go with 252. Okay, 203549, that's you. We're going to come back to you. You get ready. <laughs> and we have 252 on the air with poets, China Blue, and Black Diamond. What's up? What's going on, ladies? This is Michelle and um, Larry. Um, how y'all doing? We are all right. 
This is my first time um, listening to Black Diamond, so I just want to thank you, ladies, first of all, for giving her the platform so she can be heard. I'm enjoying her work. Um, big up you. to you um, on your feature, Black Diamond. How y'all feeling Thank tonight? you. Thank you. Poetic. I'm, feeling, I'm, I'm feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm feeling kind of poetic too. I don't know. Is this open mic? Is is the mic open or, um, or just you want us to just call up and show us some love or how is the how is it going tonight? Uh, we like everyone to show love to um the feature, and then after you do that, you can go ahead and, and sit on the mic. Oh, well, I definitely was going to do that first anyway because it's her night and it's her spotlight, so I definitely was going to do that. But um, I wasn't sure if we could do a piece or not. We kind of got this collab we've been itching to do it for like a week now. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> so um, um, I think it's, it's – wait, I'm bad with names. Open up your heart. And um, it really is um, a concept that Larry, Larry, excuse me, Larry, a concept that he um, gave birth to when he asked me to be on it. So I definitely was um, blessed by and humbled by the offer. So I jumped right on it because I really respect his work. So this is um, Open Up Your Heart. Well, let's see. I'm going to open up the heart. We, we could, you know. Hey, more black down and let him open it. So, that's horrible. Um, Miss Ford? Yes. I'm having a whole lot of problems hearing Laurie clearly. Uh, can you hear me now? I think she can hear you better I, now because I can hear you I a lot better. I hear you, now. but it's like, it's like your face against the phone or something. I'm not sure it's not really clear. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, uh... Can you hear me now? Is that better? That's I think that's, that's better, Larry. Uh huh. That's better. That's better. That's better. Um, how about this? Uh, first, I want to show love to Black Diamond. I've been enjoying your poetry and keep doing what you do. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. I really, 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 you know, what I'm saying, I felt uh the next to the last piece, you know. I, couldn't relate totally. I definitely just wanted to show my love. And uh, um, out of respect, you know, you think we should, uh, you know what I'm saying, get to the interview over and then go in, you know, in case I wanted to finish up? Is is Are you still interviewing? I believe she said um, we should um, spit a piece. Uh, yeah, y'all cool to go. Y'all cool to go ahead and go in. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Time to go in. Y'all can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you loud. Right? Okay. I'm afraid. I'm so scared. I I just can't open up. I've been here right from the start. So open up your heart. Even though I'm growing, I am not ready, I am not steady, I am not steady enough to stand in love. 
My new limbs unable to embrace the goodness of unconditional emotions and swelling oceans of unbridled inhibitions. My wings too frail to fly. My fear falling is so overwhelming, compelling me to hide in a tangled weave of thick thorns braided in lonely sheets. I want to soar, but mental gravity challenges me, bullies my bravery. I want to be free, but the idea of free love enslaves me. Subjugated to solidarity, anxious heartbeats pulsate emotions inside me, throbbing. I want to love, but I, I'm not ready. One eye still covered from a loose memory of my last attempted flight. One night I dived head first to touch the sky, the moon mocking the sound of my heartbroken cries, the darkness mirroring the shadows that loomed inside. I fell so fast, infatuated hopes fractured like looking glasses mirroring my broken reality, falling in love before I was mature enough to love me, tied to a tethered existence that only I could see. I want to fly. But the last attempt broke my wings. I'm bound by my insecurities. Chains of vulnerability subdue me. Subdued hues of reality, muted shades of truth, blurred by emotional fallacies. Imprisoned by fear of what I can't see, the hidden desires inside burn like raging fires wildly, incinerating my ability to courageously raise my wings and try. Afraid that I may be too broken to fly, to soar with Cupid's wings in crimson skies and rain tears of joy that drip bliss drops of dew from my eyes. I I want to believe in love. I want to believe in trust. I want to believe in true happiness. But the ropes that bind my hopes are impossible to break. And I, I just wait, nestled in an impossible state, wishing for the impossible escape from thoughts that haunt me while awake, afraid, but hoping. Hoping it's not too late. I burn the light from stars. I know you've been there, but... Okay, this got to be heard. For real. 
I just I had so much fun with him. Um, this actually asked me about the concept, and then was messing with um, Deborah, um, Lyrical Rain, and Jamie threw up a free write, and that was the picture challenge. So even though it took me two days, I just started writing. I was like, oh my god, Larry asked me for this. Larry asked me for this two days ago, and here I am writing it over here on the challenge. So I just threw the pieces together and um, and just made beautiful music with it. But I really had a good time with it, so I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. It was really fun, and much love to that, Much love to Poetry After Duck, y'all, my girls. Much love to my home, Black Diamond. I love her work and energy, and I had to do this with Michelle, though, man. Um, I'm, you know, collabing with a few poets that I think are really, really hot, and I think, you know, when I heard her voice, I was like, man, we, we got to do something together that'll be fun, man. And I hope y'all liked it. You know, yeah, I hope y'all liked it. Very well. Y'all, y'all, like, bless well together. Y'all, mm, more. We need more. I'm, I'm just so excited for hearing this. I'm glad y'all chose to call in. Thank you for blessing the mic. And please, Larry, want to know how they can find us. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Michelle Forbes. Um, I'm at www.facebook.com backslash M9, as in 9 to 11, 9B, M9, D-B-O-D-I-S-O-L. That's my body. So, um, on Facebook, just send me a friend request. I'd love to have anybody that's a part of my fam and experience your movement. Thank you, ladies, for um, giving us a chance to hold a mic and, and check it. Exactly. And they know this. I'm on Facebook, L-A-R-I-E, Edwards. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com, backslash, soul of Larry, S-O-U-L. And if you like any of my music or anything that you hear, go to www.larryliee.band.com. Uh, download is available for free. Spoken word, remix, and uh, most of all, I am going to fall because I might call a little poem. Sister uh, Black Diamond motivated me while I was writing. You know, I'm going to throw it back and let somebody else get the sound. If y'all going to hear from me, you know, before I get it out. All right. Thank y'all again for coming through. Wow, wow, wow. Getting blessed tonight. Black Diamond, how you feel about yeah, like, that piece? I, I love that piece. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I could, I mean, I could have listened to, I could have listened to that all night. <laughs> I like yeah, that. put that thing on the Black Widow is requesting that we post that info in the chat, so I'm doing that now. Oh, wait, look, Blood, Sweat, and Tears already on it. Okay, well, hey. Oh, I'm I got to right request her That's as a friend. Up. I mean, that was ridiculous. I, I got to request him, too. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. It was great. Indeed. Well, we got more coming. Um, next call, we're pulling in 786. You're on there with the poets, it's Blue and Black Diamond. What's up? Hey, this is DC, the voice of reason. What's going on, poets? DC. Hey, DC. Hey, DC. How you doing? Um, I've been listening to the show, and it's an amazing show, as usual. And um, Cheyenne, I remember hearing you uh, uh, months ago when you was kind of tentative about doing poetry and I remember that show very well. And to see the growth and how far you've come is an amazing feat because a lot of people don't understand uh, spoken word, 
poetry is not an easy thing to do and to do well and to be effective with it. So the fact that you kept learning and walking into that calling speaks volumes. And I definitely respect your work and your efforts, and you've done really well. And I really like the show and what you what you're doing. Thank you, thank you. And DC, you know already. I told you before. You posted my first video I ever did ever, and I thought that was a, the nicest thing in the whole world. Well, 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 the one thing I want to say about that is I remember that, and I remember um, my thing is I think I said to you, I don't know if I said this exactly like I'm thinking really say it now, but when I saw that video, the thing that I liked was your passion and you had that eye of the tiger, like you really wanted to do this. And a lot of people that do this play with it and don't know the seriousness of the platform of poetry. And when I saw that video, I thought that you really were passionate, passionate, and loved doing it. So when I when I actually heard it, because I don't just listen to the words, I I kind of go to the place where the poet fits it or writes it. And then when I went there with you, I really loved what I heard, so it kind of stood out. So I had to post it. And I and I thank you so much. You you guys don't understand how how thankful I am for everybody just believing in me because there was a time where I didn't believe that my poetry was very good. You know what I mean? I still have to convince myself sometimes. And I have people behind me that saying, yes, your work is very good. Your work is very good. And it took a while for me to see what other people see. Mm -hmm. And to see someone who I didn't, you know, who was not like a close friend of mine come behind me and repost my video that I just thought was something that was very quick, I felt like, wow, maybe it is as good as people are saying. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm very thankful for everything that, you know, and all the feedback Mm -hmm. that people give me. Yeah. I just don't know. I love love everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Right. (laughs) So, DC, uh, we appreciate you calling in. Are you fitting for us tonight? Of course. Okay. Okay. I got to get my poetic fix just like everybody else. I know that's right. I'm going to do this piece because it's been requested a lot. A lot of people have been asking me to do it, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and do it. It's called For Whom We May Concern, and I love doing this piece, so I'm going to do this one. Okay. To Whom It May Concern. Well, I said, God, gift, I go hard or I go home. Don't mind being alone because the God in me keeps me company. And when I was born, I was spoon-fed metaphors, so I bleed poetry. I am the epitome of self-fulfilling prophecy because I already gave names to my unborn seeds. My daughter will be named rivalry and my son will be named speech because I need revolutionaries as my legacies. That's a tacitus umbilical cord of life. Making poetry my pen's midwife. 
Potentially making poetry my death sentence because when your rib is missing, your breathing becomes limited. Blood, sweat, and tears embedded in these sentences, with words given the power to move mountains on schedule. And the devil has a nerve to hate the God that I serve, all because misery hates house guests, but it loves company and ain't never been a resident. I am food for thought, which makes me relevant. If the day poetry no longer needs me, my words will become celibate. Because at that very second, words will start living below their potential. Because man will be given a pencil without knowing how to erase. Putting hidden agendas in God's place. Which is the reason why I continue to play the cards that I've been given. Because God never stops talking, we just stop listening. And death is still bitching. All because I cheated on her three times, which is the reason why I'm still living. I was reborn with wisdom. On the 13th day of the first moon, unleashed with unrehearsed logic, I'm the challenge of fiction versus the truth. No longer playing dead just to survive or ready to die slow at a fast pace. So I reciprocate by spitting these metaphors in reverse, giving new momentum to the truth. My mistakes make sense because every time I open my mouth, God comes out. Convinced that this poetry in me is God's doing. I'm just the one he's been using to whom it may concern. That is my yeah, absolute favorite piece. Yeah, I, I love that piece. I want with y'all for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, DC, thank you for blessing the mic. Uh, please tell everyone how they can get up with you. Okay, uh, David Crouch, Space DC, the Voice of Reason, all together um, on Twitter. You can find me as DC, the Voice on Twitter. Um, I want to say uh, much love to all the poets. Uh, it's a lot of poets on here that probably hear me for the first time, like Delano and uh, Nikolai and a few other people. And um, I respect a lot of their work. And um, China Blue and the poets, please keep doing what you do. Got mad love for y'all. I'm a big fan of y'all's show, and I'm always going to be a supporter of what y'all do. Thank you so much, DC. All right. All right. Well, it's turned into the Wizard of Poetry After Dark. Spotlight Black Diamond, a.k.a. Shine Monique, phenomenal poet. It's now open mic. Please show respect to the queen in the building before you go into your piece. We're going to um, take a break, and we'll be right back. What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Seti J. And whenever I'm not holding down on life at the desk and biz or no biz, I'm enjoying some of the best spoken word with the beautiful, the talented, the most extravagant, the most elegant, the angelic chorus on the original. Hold on real quick. Let me repeat that one more time. The original poetry after dark. Live on all talk radio.
the original poetry after dark. The poetry is kind of blue and black diamond spotlight on tonight. Again, thank you all for tuning in on the phone lines in the chat room via Facebook, poetry after dark website. We appreciate the love. We're going to go back to the phone line. And our next caller is 818. 818, we in the building, baby. What's up? What's going on, Black Diamond? Deep poetry, China. What's going on, family? <laughs> I'm saying we the building. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations on your interview. Thank You're coming you. Out Thank you. <laughs> I, I was just listening to you. You said you popped your cherry up in here on this piece. Yes, I That's did. What it is. Yes, I did. <laughs> You're better than now, girl. That's what it is. They better recognize. Uh-huh. I like that shit. I told them I was I'll trying to be a VIP next year. <laughs> See, I'll say it. You, you talked about how your voice too nice. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all could y'all could be nice and angry at the same time. Y'all, everybody on this phone know about angry sex. You know, y'all be mad. Like, I'm gonna give you something, but I'm still mad at you. <laughs> you know how y'all do. You know how y'all do. I'm saying that's what it is. See, I got this piece called No. I I, I just wrote it while I was listening on the phone and whatnot. You know, I say everybody need a No Day. A day you're just gonna tell everybody No to all kind of shit. You know, no matter what they say, whatever, whatever. So this is my No poem. You know, if I ask y'all a question, you know, one of y'all can just ask me the question, you know, come ask y'all a question, you know, it's, it's a quick, it's a quick poem. The name of this poem is No. Not maybe, not I think about it, not let me sleep on it, but if you let me sleep on it, I won't be mad at you, I'm, I'm just saying. But when we wake up, no. <laughs> Today is my no day. I'm going to say no to all kind of shit. You can ask me if I want to raise. No. Ask me if I want a million dollars. No. Ask me if I want to be in your feature film with them. Denzel Washington, Angela Bassett, Lynn Whitfield. Now, you know I love me some Lynn Whitfield. But no. No, no, no. Today is my no day. Don't believe me? Ask me something. What y'all ask me if I want some pussy? Go ahead, go ahead, try and ask. Ask me if I want some pussy. It's three of y'all. One of y'all, one of y'all just ask me if I want some pussy. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hell yeah. Ow! I'm saying, I might want it. I might need it. I might dream about it. I might have just shit myself when you ask me in that voice you just did. I'm just saying, I like that nice voice. But no, not today. Today is my no day. No, no, nigga, no. So homeless man, homeless woman, after that fake two-minute conversation about the weather, the Casey Anthony verdict, how much I look like somebody in your family, how much God loves a cheerful giver, after you hold out your hand, man, no. I'm not buying you a sandwich. I'm not giving you a dollar. And this beautiful sister walking with me, she not either. Next to the last letter in the alphabet, why? Because today, today's my no day. No 20% tip, fuck that shit. No gratuity, no matter what you're willing to say and do to me. Today is my no day. Some of my friends going to trip. If they do, Dang shit. I say it again. Today is my no day. 
No clothes on. Why? Shit, we just on the phone. We still home, right? Y'all can't see me. On my no days, I get free. Today is my no days. But I ain't said nothing about later on tonight. And that's that peace. We in the building. In poem. My no day. My no day. I'm saying. Hello, no day. I kind of caught you off question. Okay, I got kind of caught you off off guard with that question. I can ask me if I want to put. Say what? I'm saying. I'm sorry. So look, I'm sorry. I'm going to say yes to the million dollars. You can say no, but I'm going to say yes. The times is hard, and I need it right now. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, but, but, but on your no day, I mean, when you're serious about no, you know, you if you want to find out who your real friends are, say no to them. I mean, just, just try that shit out the book. Because you, you always say yes. You know what? Can I get a ride? I know it's the last minute. Uh, n- nigga, no. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I borrow some money? No. N- no. Nigga, no. Can I, no. Can I, can I get a dollar? You know, God likes. No, nigga. Nigga, no. I'm saying, it's the pastor. You, you know, can you put more money in the offering? Nigga, no. Excuse me, God, for saying nigga in church. I'm just saying. But no. Today, oh, my no day. I'm saying. It's my no day. We in the building. Ow! Today is my no day. But I ain't saying shit about later on. (laughs) See, that's what it is. I'm saying we in it. Ow! Congratulations on your interview, girl. I hope you're having fun tonight. That's what it is. Thank you. I am. Thank you. That's what it is. Black Diamond in the building. I'm saying, you know, I love love the show. Y'all turning people out up on here. I'm just saying. I popped my cherry on y'all's show. That's what's up. (laughs) Like that shit. <laughs> ah, I am not mad at that right now. I'm a fan oh, guy. That's what it is. Okay. All right, family, I'm oh, back on the couch just thinking about something. AKA DJD, we the building. We the building. Much love, y'all. Catch him again on Facebook to try and get over him under uh, DJ Dean. He's doing a lot of things. I love him. Black Diamond and China Blue, what's up? Hey, what's up, ladies? How y'all doing? How are you? Hey. How are you? My name is Eric Logan Sims. I'm a poet, an author, and uh, Larry is down with me with Liquid Soul, and I want to do a poem for y'all. She's unfamiliar with the familiar, so she's unfamiliar with being loved by a man. She's unfamiliar with being told that she's beautiful. She's unfamiliar without being held just because softly. She's unfamiliar with roses and poetry on a day just because. She's unfamiliar with him taking care of her our car issues. So she goes back to the familiar. She's familiar with him begging him to take her back just one more time. She's familiar with working all day and paying the bills. She's familiar with him being home trying to find a job. She's familiar with picking up the kids after daycare. She's familiar with going to the grocery store. 
She's familiar with having sex and not being made love to. She's familiar with other guys telling her how beautiful she is. She sometimes goes back to the familiar because she's unfamiliar with the familiar. Thank you. That's it, ladies. <laughs> First timer, okay. Hey, and y'all have you a like good that? one. You too. Appreciate you calling in. All right. Uh, that was another Terry bust on the original poetry after dark, right there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got that right. Let's keep this thing rolling. Next caller we have. Uh, 708, you're on the air with the poetess, China Blue, and Black Diamond. What's up? What's up? Hey, Blue. This is I, Frank King, Nicole Mitchell. Hey, oh, calling in. I'm just alias now, but don't be doing that. <laughs> he just said he wasn't calling in and showing no love, see? <laughs> Not nice. Hey, Pop, sneak in, too. We gonna call in with a different number, but I ain't know who he was. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> That's Friday. What's up, Boy? That's Shelly. No, she don't even know. She don't even know you, because I knew who you were as soon as you said, what's up? Okay, okay. kudos. What's up, Boy? Hey. Go. I look Pick for the number. <laughs> Pick it up. Keep y'all on your toes. Um, I know. That's right. Uh, Cheyenne. Yes. Yes. Going on with I, I hear a lot, a lot of the passion. Like I remember when when I was on there, like you kind of sound sounded just like how I sounded. So I know it's like a genuine passion for the art, and I respect that and and the work that you do. So keep it keep it going Thank forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I contradicted my notch on love. I got this. Um, got this piece called Note to Self, and I I feel like I need to explain just one aspect of it before I go into it. It's that I wrote this all about myself, but it's a reflection of everything I soak in. Okay. Death makes a good lemonade, or life isn't sweet. Walk around in my shoes so you could feel how it is to live in a body you don't belong to. Come to my house and find a home. Enter my world, look into the sky and find my God. Bring me his son and tell me that I'm crazy. Find courage in bullets. Find safety in violence, find sound in silence, and tell me that I'm insane. Look my eye in its soul and tell his spirit that you don't judge him by his sexual orientation. Grip my neck and force me into submission, make me cry. Turn the stereotypes louder so no one can hear me scream. Leave me marked like government vehicles and tell me that you love me. Find that substance that makes me remember that I'm living, that religion that creates the need for forgiving. Give me peace with war. Give me pain with lust and tell me that I'm unstable. 
I've seen the day and it's no better than the night. I've seen the light and the darkness falls just beyond its reach. I've heard body bags zipped. Sirens. I've walked with ghosts to the corner store. I've tasted reality and smelled fear, and no one has ever left me. Children swing in playgrounds, and no one can see them but me. Yet my path goes untitled to the populace who proceed through ignorance. Label me with some some scientific term for dementia, for putting faith in theory that heaven can only be found in illuminated hell. Some say only God can judge me, but God does not walk this earth, and if he's been calling me, He's calling on a phone that isn't mine because my line doesn't seem to be ringing or maybe earth doesn't have good reception. Satan is alive and present in my everyday. My heart pumps hell in a form of empathy and I am cursed with the blessing to feel what others feel all too well. So don't tell me who's coming to rescue me. Don't tell me that there will be better days. The sun only shines long enough for you to come home. And tomorrow is never a new day. Today's just Tuesday. Five more, 24 hours multiplied by 52 can make one week in a year because instead of adopting William's words, we've allowed our universes to war with each other over shaking spears. The windows to my internal are hollow. There are no leaders to follow. The one that I thought existed in me was a fraudulent, misguided boy on the path to become what society would not let pass through its membrane without me ending up in a cell. Do you understand my science? That life isn't sweet. Or death makes a good lemonade. Note to self. Mm, now this brother here, he, he just trained us. That was a saint in poetry right there. I, I definitely love that piece. Ooh. Yeah. I got the, I got the chills and stuff. That's how I know I love a piece. Yes, 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 yes. Please, you gotta let the people know how they can find it. You can find me everywhere, but mostly on Facebook. <laughs> 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 you know, everywhere, Google now. <laughs> no, don't Google me because then you'll find stuff you're not supposed to find. Um, oh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> Strike that from the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what my stuff is. That's what my work is. Uh, I'll post the link, or if y'all could post the link, I, I, I would read it, but you know, that doesn't work. All right, man. We thank you for calling in, showing love to the queen, and always swear to you know, we've got a lot for you over here. I got love for y'all over here. I know that's right. I just fell in love with that piece. What? That piece is deep. That brother right deep. Yeah, I I mean, if y'all don't know, definitely check him out on Facebook. Um, He's posting, and I always have to go through his pieces a couple of times just to make sure I'm grasping what he's trying to say. Yeah, he's ill. He is ill. I give credit where credit is due. I, and I absolutely just, like, love that piece you just said. Like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> more to come, more to come. Uh, our next caller is uh, 562. You're on the air with the co-host, China Blue and Black Diamond. What's up? 
562. How y'all doing tonight? What's good? Hello? Y'all got me? Hello? It's your boy Urban Voodoo Live and Direct. How y'all doing? Welcome. Hey, how are you? Hey, Voodoo. I'm doing good. I just want to give a shout-out to Black Diamond. Great to have you on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The ink was hot. Love what y'all doing over there with VLA. You know what I'm saying? Miss McGraw, man. Delano, all of y'all, man. Righteous. Yes, yes. I, I mean, I, I couldn't thank them for And they're doing a good thing. You know, everybody is doing a good thing. It's nothing but positivity throughout that entire group. It really is not. We love unity. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, um, man, how you doing, Deep Poetess and Miss China? How y'all doing? I'm good, thank you. All right. Feeling like poetry. What do you feel like? Oh, man, you know how we do. So uh, I just want to bless y'all with this piece right quick before I go in for the evening. Um, it's called She Asked Me to Make Her Come. Mm, I read that one. Yeah, it's hot off the press last night. I just got some inspiration. So it go like this. She asked me to make her come, but there were no rules. There were rules, you see. I could employ neither dick nor tongue. Therefore, I began to run these words across her delicate nerves and erogenous zones, allowing my wordplay to play peekaboo games through her veins to get that blood to circulate, made that areola percolate so tense and anxious as the tips of your fingers press greedily against your nipples. The sweat trickles down your spine because I'm all up in your cerebrum. It's what I told her. Feeling bolder with every word, began to undress the layers of regret, getting her wet with every enunciation, every syllable intense with verbs of pleasure. She subconsciously measured my dick shun. This bravado like daydreams on sandy beaches, soaking wet, sunbathing in my jism, hisms lay bare as her temperature rose, exposed pearls of passion, eclipsed once again by those tips of her fingers. She masturbated love's melodic tones and swirls. Inside were whirlwinds of fantasy. She thought of me as she heard my ink breathing from each line. Her dendrites shot shockwaves through her axon. It was like raw sex, my syntax on fire, like tropical heat, complete with the scent of my cologne. It soaked. It soaked like sitting on warm damp clothes, throbbing with each stroke, each point, gently poked deep holes in her curiosities. She came over and over and over again, gyrations and muscle spasms squirting from deep chasms of her femininity, her virginity lost forever. She was naked, alone, Lustfully stroking her senses, she was naked, drenched with sweat. She was naked, drenched with sweat from the impact of these words. And that's my word. My dismount is 
so fabulous. Like the anointing of angels, I sprinkle love juices all over and over and over again against the nape of her neck. Doggy style with exclamation points and periods that have an extended warranty. I douse her, crown her, I drown her with the overflowing of fluid fluency, fluently speaking sensations into being. She asked me to make her come, but there were rules, you see. I could not employ neither dick nor tongue, therefore I began to run these words across her delicate nerves and erogenous zones, allowing my wordplay to play naughty peekaboo games through her veins to get that blood to circulate. And that's that piece. That I must say was so much better than reading. Um, wow, you. <laughs> yes, hey, that's the imagery yes. I got on that. Wow. Well. Yes, I, I definitely you. enjoyed that piece. <laughs> Thank you. You glad you did. And yes, we'll just tell the people how they can find you, though. Y'all can definitely find me on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? We got notes. I'm always open for friends. Uh, but you definitely can find me on Reverb Nation. I'm Urban Voodoo, U-R-B-A-N-V-O-O-D-O-O. Or you can find me on my website, www.publishingurbanwords, P-U-B-L-I-S-H-I-N-G-U-R-B-A-N-W-O-R-D-Z.com. I'll let your boy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you for calling us. No doubt. Y'all enjoy the evening. And you keep it up, poet. Peace. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, uh. That was that piece. Oh, for real, for real. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I wish I could have went to a break. I'm like, eh, I got to keep this thing working. <laughs> Next caller uh, we have coming to the mic is 267. You're on the air with the poetess, kind of blue. And Black Diamond, what's up? What's going on? How y'all ladies doing? Hey, how <laughs> Um, this this is um this is Redman Payne, and I'm gonna do a piece called Wine. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we got that. All right. She spoke to me clear and assertive, vocalizing to me the problems of her life. She kept repeating to me how she was self-secured, self-confident, self-made, and independent. She voiced to me how all her children were grown and she was strong, self-assured. I smiled when I grabbed her hand, hearing the words of her lips, but listening as the ballad of her eyes sang to me. Sip me Her hands told me a tale Of too many lonely nights Hand washing House cleaning Ego stroking I looked in her eyes to acknowledge I was listening to them and her Telling her she was Beautiful 
she was telling me she was completed and she continued to run off her list of accomplishments so fast and direct as if she was trying to substantiate herself. I smirked. A smile that radiated the fact I knew she didn't know what I was going to ask yet. My question, simple and simplistic in its sophistication. Why are you so lonely? She relaxed her hand into mine, sliding her fingers between mine, and she answered, I'm not. I told her the stories. Her eyes whispered to me how way too young, before she even understood love, she had given it all away. I told her her face still had faded traces of the violent part of twisted love. Her eyes began to pool up, and I can hear them say, Sit me. She said I was speaking of things I was too young to understand. I assured her I wasn't. I stroked her cheek with the back of my hand, expressing to her my admiration for her strength, her beauty. She said I was good, and how sure she was. I had said this before. I assured her I had not. In fact, I assured her that I had never in this life seen anything remotely as extravagant as she was. She glanced down as I spoke into her ear. I know it seems like forever since you felt alive on the inside. The last time your toes curled, she said, boy, you full of games. You want to add me to a list of names? I placed a finger over her lips and said, don't make excuses. I'm old enough to make you come. I'm young enough to do it again and again and again. She bit her lips, snatching her hand from mine, all the while I saying, sip me. I took my tongue tip and stroked the external part of her collarbone gently as an artist with a paintbrush. Surely this is how Michelangelo or Picasso felt knowing that they were embarking on a masterpiece. I alternated between light sucking and butterfly kisses. She whispered, you need to stop, but her eyes screamed. Sit me. She said, looking at me, reminded her when she was free, when love was blissful, saying, I feel like a schoolgirl every time I kiss you. I promised her I'd take all her pain away and put love in the middle, that her every day would be filled with candy-coated giggles, unsure of where we were or how we got here. I began to kiss her breast. It was similar to Romeo's last kiss, only multiplied by two. Her skin felt like summer rain. I made a trail of baby kisses down her stomach, circling her belly button over and over and over. I felt her finger lunge into my scalp. I could smell her like a Merlot or a sweet Chablis, intoxicating. She commanded me to sip me, and I did. First, I popped her cork, took a smell. 66, damn, that was a very good year. That was written in pain. I'm sorry, he got me over this time, like, and... I'm all messed up. <laughs> Why you do yeah, that? Yeah, you got me in. A, yeah, I'm in. I'm in a. I'm in a zone like way off in another land right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally messed up the whole night. I'm like, whoa! You put it on like that? 
and she tells us she's a fan. But I'm not quite sure she understands that I'm a fan of her work, the way she speaks about half moons and how she makes lines swoon beneath her liquid expression. I just want her to know that she shouldn't question her ability or her craft because she has the makings of amazing at the tip of her fingers. And I, too, am a fan of her spit, especially when she's on her black diamond shitter. Future black mamba chick with lethal venom spit. I want to say one last thing, and I just want you to know it. Throughout all the things you're not, you've always been a poet. That's that piece. Okay, so y'all going to make me crazy. That was so that okay, was look, so nice. I really, wow. Because <laughs> I really got tears in my eyes. Oh, that is so sweet what y'all did for real. I mean, wow. That's nice. Oh, y'all know she I know. Yo, we showed us love, man, so we had to give it back to you, feel me? Look, y'all up. made me. And I said I was not going to cry. Y'all done made me cry. Oh, my God, that was, like, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, soft moment, guys. Soft moment. <laughs> the dynamic duo doing their thing. Yeah, she's a poet. She's been all right. Right? No, that's like... <laughs> Look, I love y'all even more. <laughs> all right, we love you too, man. Oh, that's fun. Okay, look. Okay, I got to go on this because yeah, I really got tears on my eyes now. Y'all still let the people know where to find out. Um, Keith, go ahead because I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> uh, all right, you can find me, Keith Williams on Facebook. Mm, Keith the Notebook, whichever one you prefer. And I'm always somewhere writing some hot shit, but yeah, yeah, so that's where you can find me. Word. Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I gotta, I gotta question. Can I slide something in real quick before y'all kick me off? By all means, ladies, on. <laughs> and I wanted to. It's, it's a reason I like. I, I really want to do it now. But okay. Um, this piece. I'm gonna get straight to it. It's called admitting the problem. Um, some of y'all may have ran across it on Facebook, but I haven't spit it yet. So, <clears throat> I'm one of those women, you know, the ones you've written songs about, the ones you've pinned poems about while you converse with battered bass lines, those open letters to God that you pray he'd read. And I've been called many things, angry, bitter, cold, bitch, slut, hoe. All those harsh colors painted across my soul as if I were a desolate canvas. Yes, I'm that woman you want to love, but my heart don't know how to take it because too many earthquakes have flawed the surface with breakage, and those faulty lines are hard for me to ignore. And I try, battling every day not to make you pay for the past transgressions of others, but sometimes I fall short, unable to see you clearly because my vision is blurred by what they did to me, painful scenes replaying on the walls of my emotional memory, and before I can hit pause, I stop, the past has walked in, and the present has been pushed out, leaving you to suffer as you hang from a cross that was never yours to bear. You know, 
I love hard. But that's what I fear, because I slipped off the edge of too many cliffs in the process of falling in love. So, yes, I'm her, that woman who unintentionally drowns us because she finds it difficult to lay everything in trust bed. I'm the storm that shatters peace with a concophony of confused noise, fucking up a rhythm that already has a beat because my scale of pain touches the depths of hell. But you, you didn't sign up for this. I mean... Who really wants a bloodied kiss, no matter how soft it can be at times? And I apologize for the talk of war, staining you with my ugliness, but I'm attempting every day to birth something pretty out of all these harsh colors. Now, I can admit, I'm one of those women, you know, the ones you've written songs about. The ones you've penned poems about while you converse with bad baselines. Those open letters to God that you pray he reads. And I've been called so many things like angry, bitter, cold, bitch, hoe, slut. Yet I'm none of those things. I'm just hurt. But I'm trying, baby. Trying to take steps in the right direction. And I just pray that you'll still be there to meet me. Word. Wow. I wonder why you like my favorite. Let me, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. That's why I love you so much. <laughs> I love you back, woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, she blows my mind. Like I said, we get on that goofy status up in this job because she is definitely one of the hottest poets. Don't do that. Don't do that, y'all. Make me bless. Cut it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, yes, me. You know what it is, girl. Please let everyone know how they can find you. Um, y'all can hit me up on Facebook as Melanie Ayo Carter. Our Melanie Ayo Poet Carter is completely up to you. I go to www.atasteofrawsugar.com and witness all the madness and all the love. And, of course, I'm already for Keith, so you find him, you find me. That's just what it is. That's what it is. Thanks again, Queen. All right. Thank y'all. All right. So much hate man, on me. I do apologize to Laurie Edwards. Your number was co and between Keith and Yayo, and I kind of just went under Yayo number, so it was a minor mistake on my part, but we got you in the building. Love you next. 202, you're in the building. Yep, yep. I got to get some of this poetic goodness, man. Peace to my girl, Yayo, and everybody. Um, I wrote a piece. Um, piece. I'm going to try something out. It's called The Truth Behind It All. <clears throat> Everyone says they can handle the truth, but they really not ready for the truth. Because truth be told, people will be so in awe of it that they would, it would leave them uncouth. First off, why so many people living their lives over the Internet? It's so interesting you let the whole world know your biz, but people close to you, you reveal nothing. They're right around the corner from you, but you forget who they is. The realness is that 
who really sees you shaking your head, SMH, and who hears you laughing your ass off? And ladies, not all, but must I say that a lot of you are losing weight it's for bullshit-ass reasons. It's not the health issues. It's because you want to attract a man. When you slim down, you found a new confidence. Now you hot shit after years of hating on Beyonce. You hated her and other fine, famous ones because you're not rich, didn't have Jay-Z, and aren't pursued by too many men. And unlike the rest of them, you don't have that so-called perfect figure. But unless you the one getting all the compliments and accolades and attention, so there goes self-esteem. Now go figure. And let's not forget that super macho man who's holding on to his caveman bullshit that he was taught by his father. But other parts of his being, a regular human being, is lacking in sensitivity. And his paying attention to detail, learning how to do simple things, he doesn't even bother. He is such a man that he pretends to show no emotion, but truth is you cry like a little baby, wimpy, fied bitch when you get home once you realize she's gone. Truth is he is programmed to be something unreal, animalistic, and trying to live up to something superficial. Truth is he's only a poor imitation of what he wished he could be when he's really artificial. And it's amazing how people follow trends, and most people, 40 years old, trying to rap like Little Wayne, out of grill like Little John. Truth is, he's trying to be and relive something from his fist that he could never let go. He still want to show how the work was won. And what about those fake-ass preachers that use God as a tool to lead misguided flocks to make their pockets fat? They so blasphemed they want to go fake like they're leading the stock, but they're too busy showing several trips to where the collection plate is at. Truth is, some people are always pretending that they have no flaws. But truth is, the main fools that say wrap it up is married is not even married and still fucking raw. So there's more to come from the truth, part one. And that's that piece. Wow, Laurie. I heard this piece on Talk Show. I believe it was a always show, and I was like, whoa, is that Laurie? Man, you went in on this piece for real. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Uh, I put my links in the chat, and uh, I'll, I'll just be easy. Find me on Facebook, Laurie Edwards, and uh, I'll put my links in the chat. L A R I E unless somebody else get a uh get a shot. Much love to Black Diamond as well. Thank you, thank yeah. you. And I love that piece. I'm sorry, I forgot to take my pole off me, but yeah, that piece had me yeah, um, over here like really thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Word. That's what it do. Um again we appreciate everyone that called and supported uh I am on each doing that little poetry thing her writing and everything that she's gonna be blessing us with in the upcoming future. Um we have three more callers. I'm gonna go ahead and step in real quick and do this piece. Um one of Cheyenne's first pieces on the original poetry after dark was um Off with Your Head. It was a special show that we did called Off with Your Head Poetry, you know, a little random thing that um we all did special pieces for. So I'm going to spit this piece. Uh, I'm going to let y'all know that 
yeah, uh, is is one of those pieces. So we can't tolerate a lot of cussing and all that. Now is the time to leave the room. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me while I spit my piece. Terminate your lease and bring all rumors to a cease. What really lies beneath is about to come extinct. All that talking, lip balling, shit is nonsense. It's off with your head Tuesday. Loose lips sink ships, and your remarks are dense. Real pants represent this isn't an argument. You just occupy the space I allow you to rent. They say what happened in lights, camera, action. I'm here laughing because now your role is up. Enough is enough. My lyrical skills mm, can't be touched. I like to play rough. Venom is my specialty, and I can dismiss your ass in your sleep. I can become your nightmares, mental warfare, screaming out, I want to be free. You evidently wanted this, but threes, not company. Only two can run this crew, so please don't misconstrue. This is my sanctuary, my venue, and today, right now, we serving heads on the menu, and what you disrespected, so my kindness got disconnected. Cut off completely because your actions prove sneaky, snake in the grass, the very reason you must be put on blast. Your lives are staining, so my lyrics keep raining. False shit never lasts. Off with your head, bitch, I'm making another deposit. Come out the closet and face the logic. You can't see P-A-D-O is Conrad. You're a habit gone bad. Jealousy is surely a disease. And we got you on camera, so bitch, say cheese. Don't come back begging on your knees for us to put you back in like fucking trainees. Saying sorry and crying out the horses, please. Writing is my expertise, and yes, I, I do this shit for free. For the love of poetry, don't question me. Don't wonder why we on top, why we up there every week. Stop coming in my chat to mimic and copy, because poetry is just your hobby. But this, this is my passion. My words are everlasting, and if they wondering or asking, let them ask me. Don't put in your two cents of envy. I put in my time diligently. Foul play? The shit was expected. The DAP has you suspected. Making new friendships, hopping your bipolar eclipse. Now time to meet your demise. I thought I would improvise, but off with your head instead. Be gone, you poet pawn. You can't even get close to my time. We about to ring the alarm, and I have you lyrically disarmed. Each and every one that tries to destroy our mission, we send you out stamped, gone fishing. You need some nutrition, stupid hoes. No admission. My poetic vibe intuition, yeah, it told me. So listen, I'm only going to say this once. You are the option. We're the priority, which gives us the authority to keep pushing this motherfucking poetry. And that's that piece. That was that piece. <laughs> right. She made me want to pull out my from that night. Almost. Wait, that show was so ill. Kim, <laughs> you were in the shower when talking about some cheese. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks, fam. We're going to keep this thing rolling. 19 minutes left in the show. Uh, next caller, we pulling in. 216. Hey, I gotta go after that mean poem. <laughs> oh, don't run away, Mama. <laughs> all right, let me see. I gotta find me a mean poem. Now wait a minute. Um, all right, let me pull up my music, and um, I'm gonna do this one by my favorite group. This poem I took off of a poem from the '60s, uh, "Free Your Ass" 
Free Your Mind and Your Ass Will Follow, and then In Vogue did a song on it. So I'm going to do my poem to this because it's my favorite uh, thing here. What's going on? All right. Trying to cue up the music. Okay, here you go. It's called Trailblazer. I don't ride on any coattails. I say, I don't ride on any coattails. I've been there, done that, and I'm blazing the trail. I'm a stabilizer, a trailblazer, the finalizer, no tail dragger. I still got swagger, straight shooting, no stagger, no follower. I blaze the trail. I don't hold on to asses, and I don't ride coattails. I ignore the simple-minded and look past them, seeing the outcome. I pay attention, although I don't mention it, but uh, if you listen, you would know it's nothing. I am missing. Hear my whisper. I'm dropping knowledge, professing, being the professor of the street college, talking soft and saying it proudly. Self-respect. Know your roots. Know your culture. I say I am no tail dragger. I still got swagger. Never been a tail wagger. Holding my own. Always listening. I'm paying attention. It's not over my head. I just tread real light. Lightly I tread. Carrying a big stick because I might have to oops upside your head. Want to go to my grave. No, not with a slave mentality. I want to go to my grave actuality, paying attention. I fake slow motion to keep my self-respect intact. And I am, in fact, disciplined. I ain't no fake act, so don't get it whacked. I know who's really got my back, and I'm thanking them for that so I can keep on blazing. I'm a trailblazer. I'm a trailblazer, and I keep on moving. I'm still amazing, moving on, incognito. Gotta survive until I'm finito. Gallate la grande la boca. Yes, keep your big mouth shut if you don't know what you're talking about. If it's me, I'm a flame, I'm going to burn you because I'm not mediocre. I'm too hot to ride on a coattail. I blaze trails. I'm sweet, I'm nice, and I'm a murderer on the mic. My self-respect, I keep alert. So I don't have to get hurt when traps are set. Nobody's dropping down a net because I'm moving too fast. I'm going to make my transition still paying attention. Can't can't live like a slave in these conditions. I always got to be free. My mind got to be free. My mind got to be free. I can't live as a slave in these conditions. I always have to be free. My mind has to be free so I can pull your coat and cut the chains off your mentality. When you see me free and when you see me standing there with the cutters in my hands, I'm not there to cut your throat. I am there trying to cut those chains, trying to free your mind. Once your mind is free, your ass will follow. The poet told you, and so did the song. Build up your courage. Don't be shallow. That's the end, my friend. That's all she wrote. You never have to sink if you know how to float. Free your ass. All right. Drop it like that, y'all. Please know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank wow, you. I thank love you how you incorporated the music in that, Mama. That was so nice. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. 
I thought y'all would like it, but the video could would fit it uh, beam it up, so I didn't get to get all of that in there. But I'm gonna try it again next time. All right. Well, you know we appreciate you. All right, thank you. Always love that wisdom you throw our way. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm a holler. Okay. Wow. 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 Fifteen minutes left in the show. I got two more calls left on the switchboard, and we're gonna close it. Again, please show love to the queen. I came through court after dark. Shed light on her journey in Can the poetry form. Yes, ma'am. Question. Do y'all still want me to spit my writing piece to leave off the show? Yes. Or do you not? Okay. Okay, so we have the next one. Okay. Five, six, two. It is I with my Tokyo tea toasting it up to Mama Shy. Hi, Josie. What's up, baby? You know I wasn't going to miss this. You know. I was looking for you. I, I was, was laying for back. You, That's what's up. You know I was just laying in the cut here and everything, you know. So, I, you know, I, I feel the love from all of y'all to, to this is, this is, I feel like a, 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 I've given birth. I know that don't sound right, but you know what I'm saying. That I was a mentor to Baby Shy, you know what I'm saying? Cause this, that's my nasty erotic poet right there, you know, getting it in like she do. She knows, and y'all know too. So I got a piece um, that I'm dedicating for me to her. All right? Oh, okay. Be good, Josie. You gonna be? You gonna, you all right? You all right? All right, Cheyenne. Baby, you know I love you. I love your stance. That gentle, sexy glance. The way she carries herself and takes pride without having a doubt. Because she is my sexy delight. You see, eyes that lock in and grab my attention hold on to it with warmth and affection. You see, her body is so divine, curved and lean, skin tone so hot. It messes with me. You see, I just want to touch. She knows I want to feel. She knows I want to hold and caress the firmness of her breath. And, yes, that's because she is blessed. You see, I'm hungry for her. I just got a taste from her lips past her neck, kissing on her body all the way down to her waist. Because you know what, people? She is a mocha delight. And that's not, that's easy on my eyes. And I'm watching her every movement. I got to make her mine. Spending time, fine wine and dine, passion building within at the brink of release, an eruption of sexual, sensual loving that's pleasurable to the highest degree. You see, people, she's top-notch, grade-A woman, perfectly crafted. Such a fine-ass creation. To have her with me and encounter a blissful explosion, yeah, where Cheyenne will moan and cry, have her knees shaking, to bring a whole new meaning of the two words, lovemaking. You see, reaching out to run my fingers down her spine, you see, I I just got to touch. I just got to hold her. I got to tell her in her ear that, damn, baby, Damn, 
You are just that far. You see, longer to feel her body pressing against me, straining against my pants, needing her here, to be able to say, please, me. But maybe so, I want you to lay me down, put me in the bed, kiss me gently while you hold my head. You see, every sense that you possess, your nose, your eyes, your ears, your tongue, your skin, lifted to their peak. You see, I got you feeling all horny, hot, steamy, and wet through your lips because I want you to have me say your name, Cheyenne. See, telling me to take you, to elevate you to your highest point, to drive you wild, to take you higher, baby, you know I won't disappoint. You see, she presented herself to me from way back, and I just couldn't resist. I didn't think a woman so desirable could ever exist, but now I know that she does, and she stands right there, right before me. Now I got her here at my side because she's every man's fantasy, y'all, but she, to me, is my mocha delight. So I say on this night, congrats, Mama Shah. Peace. Doing all those things in the condo behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that girl, man. Y'all, 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 y'all gotta know. I got she got a, a, a special spot in my heart, man. So all the success she's doing, you know, I, I feel that you know she is it's well deserved, you know, and uh, that that's what's up. Y'all, y'all, oh, Josie, you know. Josie, know I love this guy. He know I love him. That's my boo. <laughs> oh, girl, you done touched so many poets around the world, and you better take that title and take it and hold it with pride because you are in, so in, and you are an inspired writer, and I hope you keep doing what you do. I That's am. I ain't, they're not even going to let me stop now. I can't even stop, even if I wanted to. They wouldn't even well, allow we it. We like Betty, because you can't stop. <laughs> okay, you can't. You, you all in. You out here. <laughs> yeah, so when you out there, you know, make sure you go take that, take that, take that. That's how you do that. Well, if you want to or not, take it, because we out here. That, that's right. Um, please tell the people how they can find you, love. We appreciate you calling. All right. Uh, they can find me under Joski, that's J-O-S-K-I, The Poet, all one word, on Facebook. And also you can look me up on gspoetry.com. Holla at your boy. Cheers. That's what's up. All mm-hmm. right. Um, speaking of cheers, can I get my teeth to come online? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. What is it about? What it do, baby? I'm waiting for that piece. All right. It's a short piece. And do that and get off the way. Can you hear me breathing? Notice the rise and fall of my chest. The way I close my eyes when I'm near you, breathing, trying to inhale you. You sense your very existence, so I breathe with a deepness. Feel you as you enter me. More than intimacy and intricate delicacy, I can taste you on my lips. 
drips of your love still on my chin, my emotions begging for you to inhale you again. I breathe with the deepness, trying to inhale you. I want this moment for life, so I try not to expel you. I refuse to let go. Like the summer holds on to the heat and the winter does the snow, I didn't know that loving you could be like this. And I say love because loving you could be like this. I'm your lover, your angel, even your sleazy, and if need be, I'm your bitch. Please excuse the profanity, but it's more than just crazy sex. It's fucking insanity. But I want to be with you. And for more than what that do. So close your eyes and relax. No need to watch while I prove I told you I got you. So use that as a fact, boo. Which I'll bring you back to how I feel when I'm near you. So I draw in with the deepness. Taking in your laughter, your touch, and your deep kiss. Passionate. I want this. To tell you I love you, and instead I'll just tell you when I close my eyes and just breathe, I'm trying to inhale you. Thank you. Oh, she was just so kind of sweet. Oh, I, I was gonna say what I thought she had that sweet voice. She just. It was just she so turned calm. it on, didn't she? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she really did. It was all calm and just moved, like uh, listening to the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that was very calm. I mean, that's what's up. We want more of that from Chief. Yeah, we, we need that. Okay, um, so back to. Spotlight, like Diamond, you closing us out tonight with that erotic piece, chair. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, I will. But before I do this, can I just say thank you to everybody that listened and was in the chat room, and I cried tonight. Like, I feel so loved, and I just so appreciate you, too. Miss China B, Miss Zapp, I just love y'all so much, just so much. Love you, Zapp. I, I can't thank y'all enough. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to sit my favorite erotic piece, um, which is 1-800-Business. And I just felt like I should have said this because if I'm going to sit erotic, this is what I like. Um, so if you don't like to hear erotic, you might want to hang up because it's kind of nasty. <laughs> um, but again, it's called 1-800-Business. Thank you for calling 1-800-DRIPNESS. My name is Candy Sickness, and my mouth is here to provide you a stiff stick. So pull up a chair, relax, and close your eyes and imagine me there kissing on my lips while running your fingers through my hair. Yeah, Daddy, just like that. Now watch me straddle across your lap and I start to grind to the song playing in my mind. Mm. Baby, I can feel you through your jeans, how that that man there wants to come out and play with me. Baby, are your eyes still closed? Good. Now uh, allow your tongue to explore my mouth with the thin strawberries from my lips through your nasal cavity. Baby, can you 
set my best my breast free, reaching behind my back and unbuckle my bra. Grab them and let the tongue caress my nipples. Mm. You still with me? Are your hands stroking your little man now? Listen to this. Make sure your eyes are closed because it's time for you to witness a pretty show. I lay it out for you. Spread my legs from east to west and imagine your fingers, imagine my fingertips on your tongue, caressing the lips and massaging the clit and entering deep while my body screams in ecstasy, moaning your name in your ear, your tongue. And my pussy got a perfect pair. But baby, wait. I won't stop there because my lips and your dick have yet to meet. How about you give the back of my throat that perfect greet while I play with your shaft with my sick tongue kissing and sucking and mouth massaging him until you're about to come. You like that, Daddy? Oh, you want to b- grab the back of my neck gladly. How about I want your head to meet my tonsils badly? Hello, Daddy? Silence? Baby? I guess you're done. I hope you had fun. Well, thank you for calling 1-800-DRIPNESS. Glad I was able to give you a stiff dick off from the beautiful words that has escaped my lips, and that was that piece. Oh, yeah, that was that sexy, sexy. <laughs> well, I'm not when she first did that one. Take me back. What? <laughs> what <did> it do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, okay, I got the countdown all in my ears. Excuse me. Um, but again, thank you for um, coming on the show, blessing the mic and sharing. Mm-hmm. You know, part of your life with us. We appreciate that. And thank, thank y'all I love for you more. You know what I'm saying? You in. And don't you give up and keep pushing. I'll be looking for that book and that CD. So keep that in mind. That's I sure don't forget to check us out at Time and Rise, our Battle of the Sexes show. Our main event is the Boss Lady Depoters versus Freaky Nicole Mitchell. We also got yours truly, Cheyenne, a.k.a. Black Diamond, going against Daniel Green. We got Josie looking for a battle partner. We got Bomani. He was on the VIP show. Y'all check him out. VIP, I mean, I'm archive that show. Check him out if you want to go against those people. Hit us up on our wall or go to the original poetry at the dark Facebook page and let us know if you want to be in the battle and who you want to battle against. Appreciate y'all. Word, word. We love you. We'll see you next time. We out. Peace and blessings. See you guys Friday. <laughs>
like this. 